Hello there, everybody. Welcome into another episode of P. Witty's World. Today is Wednesday, October 25th, 2023, and excited to bring you this episode. A lot of topics I want to talk about, but before I go any further, make sure that you are following me on the social media outlets, Facebook, X, and Instagram with the handle at P. Witty's World. All right. Well, it appears that we have elected a Speaker of the House. I was going to talk about that, had it on my notes to talk about for several days, but uh, we actually have a conclusion to that ongoing saga. Got some thoughts on that. We also have a conclusion into uh, who the killer is in the Natalie Holloway case. That came out near the end of last week. A surprising third-party poll from USA Today that had some interesting results. I want to talk about the uh, Michigan football scandal, the Franklin mayoral race, and also touch on the situation in Israel as well as some other personal stuff as we wrap up the broadcast today. So, but first of all, we do have a Speaker of the House. Uh, what a absolute train wreck of a, uh, of a process that was. So if you're going to blame somebody, you've got to point the finger at Matt Gates out of Florida. Uh, eight Republicans decided to pass a vote to vacate the uh, Speaker of the House with uh, McCarthy, and three candidates later, we finally have a conclusion today by a guy being elected by the name of Mike Johnson out of the state of Louisiana. If that doesn't speak volumes about what's going on here, I don't know what does. Uh, But Johnson, a relatively unknown, um, the Louisiana Republican is best known for leading an effort to vote against certifying the results of the 2020 election not because of fraud, but because of legal grounds. So this is what we have here with the Republican Party. I have all this opportunity to build momentum because if we're being very honest, the first term of Joe Biden has been very underwhelming. But with that being said, uh, we have the Senator, or excuse me, Representative McCarthy is ousted. We have several failed votes of uh, some candidates, Steve Scalise, Jim Jordan. And today, out of nowhere, Mike Johnson is elected Speaker of the House. To make matters worse, Republican Senator Susan Collins went on record saying she'd have to Google him. So if that doesn't tell you all you need to know about what's going on here, I don't know what does. Now, I think the biggest mistake, other than the fact that there was no plan in place when Matt Gates got the ball rolling on the situation uh, was that they have aligned themselves with a leader that is very, very far to the right. And essentially it seems that the Republican party is just putting all their chips in, in the Donald Trump corner, which I think is very disheartening. We have another Republican debate coming up November 8th, um, a chance for some of those candidates to possibly build some momentum, possibly challenge Donald Trump, but it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Trump endorsed um, Mike Johnson, and here he is. So I don't think it's a very good look, a very good move for the Republican Party. I think they had a chance to really capitalize on some things that had been going on, but nonetheless, they chose to go this route, And it just looks rather foolish and juvenile. And I know there's some other 
interesting aspects to Mike Johnson, which I've not read up on, and I really don't want to comment on until I'm a little bit more educated on some of these things and, and make sure they're all valid. But he was a person that was against certifying the 2020 election. If you learned anything in the 2022 midterms, it is that independents do not buy into the concept that the election was rigged or stolen. It's not a good platform issue for any Republican. All the ones that ran on it in the midterms seem to got beat, get beat, and get beat rather handily. So if you're anti-Republican, you've got to be uh, really kind of enjoying how this is all uh, playing out. So with that being said, uh, USA Today released a poll last week. Um... And it featured three candidates. It featured Joe Biden, it featured Donald Trump, and it featured uh, it featured Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And the prevailing thought with a third party emerging, and this is why I felt the Democrats were so intimidated by the concept of the no labels ticket or the possibility of a no labels ticket, is because there was this common thought that a third party would hurt Joe Biden significantly more then it would hurt Donald Trump. Well, the latest poll that came out uh, does not indicate that that is the case. In fact, it had Joe Biden and Donald Trump in a dead heat at 37%, but the poll dug a little bit deeper, and the conclusion of this poll was that Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s uh, candidacy hurt Donald Trump more than it hurt Joe Biden. And and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a very moderate, middle-of-the-road Democrat that is going to run as an independent. And that is potentially appealing to a lot of independent voters. And in this case, at least this early data, it's obviously still a long way to go. We're, we're about a year away from this election. But uh, that data to me was a little bit surprising that uh, it came out that it really hurt Donald Trump more than it hurt Joe Biden. So that has got to be uh, news to everybody's ears. We haven't had a legitimate third-party candidate in a really long time. Uh, Ross Perot in 1992 got 19% of the vote. Um, But Kennedy in this poll won 13% of the hypothetical matchup, drawing voters who by 2-1 to said they would otherwise support the probable Republican nominee. So a little bit of a shocking storyline there but nonetheless uh that is the case um so i want to uh flip to something a little bit less serious well depends on who you talk to but uh this michigan football scandal is ongoing if you haven't been paying attention a michigan staffer apparently bought people tickets to go to scout michigan opponents in person filming the sideline They're essentially stealing signs. And it's become a pretty big deal. It's been highly publicized. Uh, My take on this is, who cares? Uh, You still have to, you can can steal the signs. Maybe they did a really good job. Maybe they knew what was coming. If you're an opponent and you knew this was coming, why wouldn't you manipulate that situation on your own? And I really don't have any sympathy for anybody involved in this situation because, like, as a basketball coach, I have coaches come all the time and sit directly behind our bench and scout our team, and they know our calls. They know everything we do. I mean, scouting with the Internet and the way things are today, uh, you can get all this information at the drop of a hat. You can get any film on any team you want. It just doesn't seem to be a big deal to me, 
and these people that are calling out that say there should be sanctions and suspensions and whatever. Well, Michigan, arguably the best football team in the country right now. A uh, little newsflash for you. They are not going to penalize themselves during this run they are going on. Now, if they drop a few games that maybe they're not expected to, which I don't think is a possibility, uh, but if they did, maybe they would take action. But people are getting all worked up about a situation that, quite frankly, at the end of the day, no one's going to remember and no one is ultimately uh, going to care about when it's all said and done. Uh, another story that kind of caught my eye probably near the end of last week was uh, this uh, new information in the Natalie Holloway murder. Now, if you're not sure who Natalie Holloway is, she was a high school student uh, that went down to Aruba in 2005 and went missing. And uh, the entire investigation pretty much centered around this guy, Jordan Joran Vandersloot, who entered into a plea agreement on charges of extortion and wire fraud and ended up, uh, as part of his plea agreement, agreeing to confess to the murder, which uh, is, is pretty interesting to me. It passed the statute of limitations in Aruba for him to be prosecuted. There's a 12-year statute of limitations for homicide in Aruba. It's been well past that. And the United States has no statute of limitations for homicide, but does not have jurisdiction over a criminal investigation in Aruba. Uh, one interesting thing that came out is that uh, Vandersloot has been in jail um, for quite a while um, because he was uh, convicted of trafficking cocaine into his prison in 2021 and sentenced to an additional 18 years in Peru. Um and he's serving time in Peru for murdering somebody. Uh, this guy is one of the worst human beings in the earth. I do remember this Natalie Holloway story very well when it happened. I was still living in California at the time, but uh, it kind of captivated the nation as this girl was missing for a very long time. And obviously his Vandersloot character is the scum of the earth. But uh, here we are almost 20 years later, 18 to be exact, and now... Uh, perhaps the family has some closure with what is just an awful, awful situation. But uh, I did not know that Mr. Vandersloot had been uh, arrested for a 2010 murder of Stephanie Flores, who was a Peruvian woman. And, uh, yeah, officials in Peru allowed his temporary release to face the extortion and wire fraud charges. And now that situation, I guess we clearly know what happened and how that really all played out. Um, also, speaking of football, uh, Michigan State outsourced um, a trivia game before their during their contest, I believe, against Michigan uh, over the weekend. And the first question is, what country is Hitler from? And it had a big picture of Hitler on the Jumbotron with multiple choice options. Uh, I don't know who runs that company. That they outsource it to. First of all, don't outsource trivia. It's something you can easily do yourself. Second of all, uh, that company should not be in business. That is just the most outrageous and dumbest thing I have uh, I have ever heard. In some local news, the Franklin Mayoral race came to a conclusion yesterday as uh, Ken Moore, the incumbent, was able to beat Gabrielle Hansen, and everybody. Uh, 
that has any uh, sanity to them in the town of Franklin breathe a deep sigh of relief. Uh, the voting for this election was off the charts. Uh, in 2019, the Franklin mayoral election and the aldermen only uh, – 3,300-ish people voted in this election that took place yesterday. When you include the early voting, it was over 16,000. So roughly, you know, four times the amount of people, a little bit more than four times the amount of people that voted in 2019 voted in 2023 in this election. And it just shows you how important it was. But Ken Moore, congratulations. You won in a landslide. And all is well in Franklin, uh, despite the fact uh, that we had a complete lunatic running for the uh, mayoral position, and also the fact that 3,000 people voted for her. Uh, it just goes to show you that some people really aren't engaged in what's going on uh, because there's no valid rhyme or reason for anyone to vote for her. But all you need is a website to say, hey, this person is far right, this is who you should vote for, or far left for that matter. It happens uh, on both sides, and that's what happened here. And some people bought into it, probably without doing any research. But Ken Moore's done a fantastic job. Uh, I'm sure he will continue to do a fantastic job, hopefully until I have the opportunity to run for his office. Wouldn't necessarily want to challenge him directly because I think he's done a good job. But uh, maybe one day. We'll see. I think I could actually pull that one off. And if you guys will share this podcast with people in Franklin and local, uh, maybe I have a chance. We'll see how it plays out. So... Uh, last thing I want to talk about the situation in Israel. It appears that Israel is uh, getting ready to launch a full-fledged invasion into Gaza. I will just go on record saying I think that is a terrible idea. Um, a lot of innocent bystanders on both sides still facing the wrath of this. I think an invasion is going to blow this thing out of the water and escalate it to a point where uh, we get to really a point of no return, and this will be the most significant event in the history of the state of Israel. I hope it doesn't come to that because I just know that that means that more innocent people are going to pass away. Obviously, Israel feels the need to eradicate Hamas, and that is understandable. Uh, I don't know what the solution is. I don't know what they could offer up that would please uh, the Palestinians to where this conflict could be put to bed forever. But uh, historically, that really just has not worked out. So with that being said, I'm going to get close to wrapping this up, get to have coffee with my kids tomorrow. Can I just say that when your daughter texts you and says, hey, can we meet for coffee tomorrow? I've been doing this for back since last year, trying to be as present as I can with my kids because Rhea is going off to college next year. Jameson is a sophomore. Uh, and she'll be a junior here before you know it. Um but the fact that they are reaching out, they have busy schedules. It's really hard to find time to spend with them because one does dance, one's in the band. Free time is uh, few and far between. And with basketball season kicking up Monday, um, you know, it's going to be even more difficult as we move forward. So just thought I would give a little shout out to my daughters there. I really appreciate it. Really only, it only amounts to about 10 minutes, but I get to sit, have coffee with them. It's really a fantastic time. Just, uh, you know, the three of us getting to hang out, and I really enjoy it. So shout out to my kids. Hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, if anything significant happens in the next couple of days, maybe I'll come back on, but probably not. And basketball season cranks up next week, so uh, my time will be 
Uh, a little bit harder to come by, but I still plan on doing at least one a week. And it's, uh, there should be a lot to talk about because we are getting into primary season. College basketball, I'm, I'm extremely excited about. We got the conclusion of college football season. I'm not going to come on here and talk about the Titans because it's just a train wreck as uh, they start to uh, the fire sale down there on the East Bank uh, to uh, get rid of, you know, uh, all the good players they have. So just another disappointing season as a Titans fan. So that's where it's at. But anyway, thanks for listening. And uh, remember to follow me on the socials, and I will uh, talk to you guys soon.